Is it going? I can't even. Yes. Okay. Good. Well, we'll uh, Wilper Snappers. Yeah. I'm just. <laughs> let's just. I'm just gonna start over. No, that was perfect. All right. <laughs> as soon as I hit record, I forget how to speak. It happens every time. Um. Welcome to We Want Podcast episode. <laughs> Dude, I, uh, I think like 25 if, or 6, somewhere in there. Uh, dude, um, I'm on, it's like season 3, episode 7. Season 3, <laughs> oh, okay. Right, 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 the seasons. Yes, well, yeah. se- tis the season, the reason for the season, we are recording um, on the day that this is released, because... This is amazing. I already. forgot what day it was. <laughs> I feel like I'm there, you know? Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm... I feel like I'm in the podcast. Yeah, and that's that's the uh, ASMR effect that we do have. Um, I think I've mentioned this before, but I am just going to reiterate here. Uh, Jakob forgets what ASMR is called, so he calls it BDSM. Yep. And uh, <laughs> I love it. Watching all those uh, BDSM videos on YouTube. Mm-hmm. <laughs> awesome. I'm sure there's some stuff on there, you know. Uh, Jakob, speaking of Jakob, Jakob and his girlfriend, uh, I'm just going to say her name, Celia. Wow. Wow. Docs City, uh, have recently got into, as in today, have gotten into Survivor. Um, okay. But they've watched an entire season in the span yeah. of a day. So oh. I come home... And they're just like, you know, talking. It's like the final. Yeah. And this guy is like, on the show is like, you know, I I played my game with loyalty, and now it's at a point where it's like I have to break that loyalty if I want to like actually get to the to the end. And then they're both just like, that's not how you play Survivor. That's ah. And they're experts already. Literally, (laughs) literally started it today. But it's I'm so happy that they are into it because, as you may know. Yeah, of course we we have a connection through someone else. Yes, through someone who we've been speaking about a lot off pod. Yeah, that's all we do, really. That's all we do that's, is that's really the only reason Oliver and I are friends. So we can just talk we, about Dave. Yeah, we just get together. We have we call him Dave offs, and uh, <laughs> you know it's like, hey, I don't have to work. It's my Dave off, and we. <laughs> We just uh, shoot the shit, you know? <laughs> hey, what's up, man? You hear anything about Dave? Nope. Me either. Mm-mm-mm. But we right. do, I mean... See you next week. We could dox Dave a little bit right now, actually. With, oh, with the, I don't know. We we alluded to it. Maybe he told I, the story. He did tell the story, yeah. Yeah, so, it was back when we had zero listeners. Yes. But we had a whole double EP mm-hmm. featuring Dave. Dave episodes four and five i want to say yeah but for those of you who didn't listen to that dave's cousin was on survivor season 10 and uh yeah moving right along Uh, if you want to hear more about that go back to that episode and be sure to subscribe to our patreon which is (laughs) not set up Um, it's patreon.com slash metallica yes um we are looking at doing like a slow caves patreon yeah, this is kind of wow. hush hush. So <laughs> okay, so you're just gonna steal the thunder from the pod Patreon? Absol- absolutely that's, not. That's wow. Offering right. completely different content, but uh, to I this, was to the same twelve people there. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's hold on. what I mean. Maybe. Uh, well, you look at Patreon, and there are people that are on there that, that are like insanely successful. Yeah, that make that's, well, hundreds that's of thousands of dollars from. a month. When I'm like patreon.com slash Metallica. So there's people who become successful like by virtue of their Patreon. Mm-hmm. But there's also definitely people who don't need that kind of funding. Yeah. And are just like, yo, like sneak peeks, like behind the scenes. Hey, by the way, I got. Th- well, see, that's kind of what I was getting to because I was looking at yeah. like musicians on Patreon. Yeah. And it was like top musicians, top earning musicians on Patreon. And it's like. Ben Folds, um, Jacob Collier, something like that. <laughs> ben Folds is pretty it. much the only one I knew. 
um and oh, he had yeah. oh, 1000 patrons and i was like oh no <laughs> damn that's kind of surprising actually yeah but um, his tier was like 30 bucks or something so maybe that's why i should probably update from the last episode uh andrew wk uh canceled on us at the last <sighs> minute yeah he said he had to party hard so all right i never get between that man and his parties no that's a very acceptable excuse it's rule number one yeah you can't you have can't. we talked about bringing it back to the never-ending uh davathon have we talked about how Dave and Andrew WK are almost certainly related? You've mentioned it in passing, I think, and yeah. I don't really see it, but... Um... I think Dave, Andrew, <laughs> and Dave Grohl were all engineered in the same lab. Interesting. But wouldn't yeah. it be Dave WK then? Oh my god. Or Holy shit. Right, or is Andrew WK? Well, they say Andrew WK is like a character played by different people, but maybe the original one is really named Dave. Okay, stepping outside of the bit for a second, is that real? That is real. Is, Do you not know the conspiracy? There's more than one Andrew WK. What S- the fuck? Supposedly. No way. Supposedly. No way. Well, dude. I mean, we could get into it, but it's it's kind of it's one of those like Avril Lavigne situations. You know the Avril Lavigne uh, one, right? Of course. Where it's like yeah. at one point they were swapped, and it was the speculation about like the guy just didn't want to do it anymore. But like, yeah, Andrew WK is very much a like manufactured by a record label type artist, like boy band yeah. kind of status, which. Isn't a bad thing necessarily. Um, Eddie Money was also like you know, the the two tickets of paradise guy. Yeah, of course. Take uh, me home tonight. He he was like, you know, a label project, and, and so yeah. it it happens. And there's a lot of you know, it's I guess the Avril Lavigne thing is a bad example, maybe, but the Paul is dead would be yep. maybe a better example. And there, there's like side by side photo comparisons, and it's like I guess he kind of looks different, but also he's like ten years older. So, well, like one of the most famous of all, right, is that Michael Jackson was switched out. Is that one? I didn't even know that. Yeah. Is that I like mean, why it's he, messed up? His face yeah. looks all fucked up. Well, I mean, it was it was kind of touted as an explanation for the uh, skin change, right? Yeah, I don't know. Talking about Michael Jackson is so fucking weird now because it's like... <laughs> For a lot of reasons. Do we, do we address the... No, we don't. Oh, uh, well, okay. Uh, you, you never know. You never know what kind of conversation it's going to be. Yeah. Everyone's thinking it, but do we need to say it? Do we need to that say kind of it thing? or do we just... I think one t- we've only talked about Michael Jackson once and it was about yep. the Sonic music. And then I think at one point mm-hmm. I said, if you play Sonic, you're a pedophile. Yeah. So, well, and then I think we also talked about his Sega Genesis game. Oh, right. His Moonwalker game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. Dude, I don't know. I like, I totally get that. And it's, you know, people are like, I just can't separate the art from the artist, especially on that one. Mm-hmm. And you know what's funny is I'm the biggest hypocrite in the world because I am definitely one of those people where I'm like, yo, fuck this band. Like, in good conscience, I cannot listen to, you know, X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Um, but there's something about, I, and I'm not a regular listener, but anytime I hear Michael Jackson's music, I'm like, fuck, this is good. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> yeah. Why Why did he have to be such an evil piece of shit? Although, I don't, maybe evil's not the right word. I don't know. It's a complicated situation. Um, why did he have to be so fucked up, I yeah. guess? Yeah. Yeah. Um, he he very much seems absolutely correct me if I'm wrong on this, but uh, he very much seems to be like a victim who then turns around and continues. Yeah, the, I think I think you are correct. The victim lineage, yeah, um, as it goes, which absolutely does not make it okay. But it's there's an element of tragedy there mm-hmm. where it's like, oh fuck, like how do we break the cycle on this? Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's like, tough. Did his uh, did his siblings ever do anything like that fucked up? Because I know they were all beaten savagely. Yeah, I I don't know actually. I've yeah. never never really looked into that. 
nothing that high profile, obviously. Yeah. But then again, none of them really became as high profile as Michael. So Janet got kind of close. Yeah, then but then she, she showed her boob at the Super Bowl. She, exactly. so, so, wow. That's <laughs> no, a huge deal. She's a and hero. worthy of fucking, you know, a dark yeah. mark on your career. Yeah, an early canceling. Dude, what was... Okay, what was up with that? Have, do you remember the clip of that? Like, what happened? I mean, I watched it live. I'm thinking back to that, and I'm like, how was that supposed to go? Like, if that had worked properly, like, what was going to happen? It seemed it, intentional at the yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. Because she's like also really wearing, like, like, a cover on her nipple. Yeah, and he, like, grips her top and just, like, yeah, like, yeah. yanks it. Maybe it was like, supposed to be a costume reveal or something. Maybe, and the costume is that she's naked. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm going <laughs> to have you naked by the end of this song. <laughs> you know, he was, he fucking broadcasted what he was going to do. And Justin... Yeah. What's up with Justin Timberlake? Where is he? Um, Last I checked in was probably 2017. uh, 20 MySpace teen. 20 MySpace teen. Shortly after the MySpace thing, it was when he, I think the album was called Man of the Woods. Mm. And I thought 2020 experience was actually decent. Um, I thought, did Man of the Woods get like good critical reception? No, no, no. It was, it it was panned. Okay. Pretty much across the board. It sucks. Yeah. I remember hearing about it and I'm like, that means it was either good or like awful. Yeah. So it had a lot of like weird features too from like I think Chris Stapleton played on it. It's like okay. some country guys. And it was like leading up to it, like everything I heard about the album, I was like, this is gonna be sick because Justin Timberlake is a like a very talented and diverse musician. Like he can do a lot of cool yeah. stuff with his voice and he's capable of playing all types of music and then he just made like really trite yeah. pop with acoustic guitars, and it was like, uh, God, this is Ew. this is not great. I'm not a poptimist by any means, but I'm a fan. I'm a fan of his. I'm a fan of his acting in time. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that was an awful movie. <laughs> that sucked, but I like that movie a lot. <laughs> uh, specifically because of his acting, I, I find to be somewhat jarring at times. It's it's not like room level bad, but it is kind of that area of enjoyment. I feel like he's almost like a weird stand-in for like a Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Hmm. You know what I mean? Or it's like you could almost like swap him out in like Looper or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'd be like, oh, this is weird. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, then he would have to Joseph be in makeup. <laughs> yeah, get get JGL, but. Imagine Justin Timberlake in the uh, Bruce Willis CGI makeup. Oh, God, you're right. <laughs> yep. That was weird. That'd be sick. Yeah. Um, what's I feel like he's been in some other stuff. He was in Love Guru as the guy with the big wiener. Yeah. That was a great movie that definitely didn't destroy anyone's career. No one's career. Well, you know, he came out of that movie unscathed relatively. As did um, mm-hmm. Jessica Alba. Pretty much yeah. everyone did kind of okay after that, except for one guy. But There's a conspiracy about that, actually. Is there? A theory. Yeah. So what we're talking about is Mike Myers in The Love Guru. Yes. Um, Mike Myers was, to to the general audience, beloved for many years. Mm-hmm. Um he was on SNL, of course, got a huge following from that. And then he made SNL movies, you know, obviously Wayne's World. Mm-hmm. Um, and people loved him. Of course, he did Austin Powers, Shrek, like all that stuff. And uh, the conspiracy is that like he was rubbing people the wrong way, like insiders, like Hollywood type folk. Uh-huh. Um, and so basically they conspired to have him uh, star in this box office bomb and then sort of like blacklist him from everything and be like, oh, oh he was in the love guru. So, so he's, a, he's a bad investment, you know, never mind the hundreds of millions of dollars he usually brings in. Right. The, the love guru is really bad. So 
Interesting. So he, in this theory, he yeah. didn't create Love Guru or the character or anything. Well, it's more like... It was like pitched to him. It was more like they let him destroy his career. Oh, they were like... And they kind of used it as an excuse to be like, no, see, he's garbage. Don't work with him. <laughs> um, it, it Really, the conspiracy is more like everyone agreed to turn on him at the same time. And the only reason that that like kind of gained any traction is it's sort of like, Hey, have you seen Mike Myers in anything since the love guru? And it's like, Oh fuck. Like, I guess I haven't <laughs> like, yeah, not much. What happened least. to that? And if theory, he is, yeah. he's in a lot of makeup. Yeah. It's like a bit part or something. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Well, he was in what monuments men or was it in glorious bastards? It was some world war two. Uh, I believe it was Monuments Men, yeah. which would have been the lesser of the two. No offense. By far. What a yeah. fucking letdown. Fuck that movie, dude. That movie Is was that like that, Boomer that Avengers. Has, uh, yeah, because it has... Um, it has everybody. Why am I suddenly blanking on the big dude's name? Uh, John Goodman. That's it. Yep. yep. Hey, John him, Goodman. Clooney. Yep. Um, I think Bill Murray has a small role. Uh, yeah. some sh- fucking. I almost thought it was a uh, Wes Anderson just because of the Bill Murray aspect, and he was in a little uniform, and I was like, oh, oh, Ooh, a little uniform, for sure. Western Anderson. What oh man, hell? are you are you looking at the cast right now? I can hear some tippy tappy, yeah. tippity tap. Yeah, but that what that movie's about? What like? stealing art back from the nazis or something yeah pretty much it's like a weird premise that was also weird who cares um okay so the only recent like mike myers stuff i'm even seeing is um the announced austin powers four what yeah apparently um and then an untitled netflix project as a TV series. So who knows? Um, and then he was in Bohemian Rhapsody. Right. Um, he was in Terminal. Terminal or the Terminal? Just Terminal. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, and then it's basically like I'm not even making this up. It's a whole bunch of like shorts for <laughs> um, like Shrek related stuff. Oh, yep. Yep. Shrek thrilling Christmas. tales. Yeah, Donkey's Christmas Shrektacular. Um, Wait, is that real? Yeah, and uh, (laughs) Shrek the Halls. That's also very real. Um, What? Just to correct ourselves, he he was in Inglorious Bastards. Inglorious Bastards, okay. He was not in Monuments Men. Much cooler movie to be in. Yeah, much cooler. I can't believe I didn't remember that, but... Well, it's an easy mix-up because they're like visually in the indoor scenes very similar. Because it's just yeah. like they're recreating the era, yada yada. Certainly, I'm not saying Quentin Tarantino looks like whoever the fuck made Monuments Men. Wes Anderson, maybe. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> apparently it's Wes Anderson. Um, Wouldn't it be George Clooney? Because need... well, Clooney's in is in Wes Anderson stuff, or a Wes Anderson it's thing. True. It was essentially just live action Fantastic Mr. Fox. Oh, it was directed by George Clooney. He directs now. Okay. I don't like that when actors are like, you know what? He's always done directing. Oh, he has? Yeah. Uh, See, I didn't know that. He's like a Ben Stiller type. No. What else has he done? Batman. Well, (laughs) yeah, he directed himself in Batman. (laughs) That would be so awesome. I tried to get Affleck to do it. Wait, why am I? Why are we just like googling shit? Right <laughs> I don't know. This is um, dumb. This is terrible. I like it. Um, okay, two thousand two, Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. Two thousand five, Good Night and Good Luck. Two thousand eight, Leatherheads. Two thousand eleven, oh, okay. The Ideas of March. Twenty fourteen, Monuments Men. Oh, I saw uh, that Ides of March movie. It sucked. Yeah. Okay. Twenty seventeen was Suburbicon, and then this year, he did Midnight Sky. Sounds f- vaguely familiar. Is this even out? What the fuck? It's kind of I a guess. unsearchable name. No, it's not. This comes out tomorrow. What? Okay, yeah. So uh, 
Oh yes, this is the I this is the sponsor you were talking about. Okay. There's a Netflix logo on the poster. So uh, yeah, everyone check out Midnight Sky yep. tomorrow. Tomorrow, <laughs> December 11th. It which might is suck. what it is. I don't know. No promises. <laughs> Honestly, might be good. Who fucking knew that he was a director? You, I guess. I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Well, that's cool. Who else? What other actors are directors that should not be? Not um, Ben Stiller. Um, people are always really critical of Clint Eastwood, but he makes some good stuff. He's been around for so long. I think people are more critical of him in his personal life. Yeah. Because he's kind of a dick. Yeah, but, but who isn't? Yeah. Especially in Hollywood, man. Uh, didn't Bradley Cooper direct the uh, the movie he was in with Lady Gaga? Fault, uh, <laughs> I almost said Fault in Our Stars. Um, A Star is Born. A Star is Born. I don't know if that's him. Dude, this is not the podcast. I, uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay. <laughs> just you and me being like, what was the guy? What was the fucking... This is Bradley Cooper, motherfucker. Yeah. Um, he's he is kind of... He's good in parts of that movie, and in other parts it's just like, bro, you went a little too ham, I think, my friend. Bradley um, Cooper's good, I think. I think he's a good actor. I think I'm not saying he's a bad actor. I'm just saying in that movie in particular... Yeah. I think he was self-directed because he makes some choices and it's like, okay. Okay, big boy. Um, pretty sure Eddie Vedder told uh, Bradley Cooper not to make that movie, which I learned from a clickbait article. Oh, good. Um, uh, Cooper has only directed three movies. Something called Bernstein, possibly Bernstein, mm -hmm. um, Honeymoon with Harry, and then A Star is Born, which is the one that everyone right. would know. Um, didn't, that, Harry. didn't that win Critics' Choice Movie Award for Best Actress? Yeah, I think Lady Gaga won a bunch of stuff. Right. BAFTA for Original Music. Satellite for Best Cinematography. Satellite for Best Motion Picture. Yeah. It won the... Uh, the Kids' Choice Award at the Nickelodeon Kids' Choice for uh, Best Pants Pissed on yeah. Camera. For Best School of Rock, starring oh, Jack Black. Nice. I've been thinking about School of Rock all day. I don't know why. Because it rules, dude. Yeah, but why? Why? Because we're trapped in those dumb days. You're right. <laughs> Are those even the lyrics? I don't remember. Um, Probably some of that. That movie, dude, okay, when that movie came out when I was a kid... It was like, for me, it was torturous um, because you would hear iconic riffs. Mm -hmm. And at the time, I wasn't super like I didn't have a lot of access to the Internet. So I couldn't just like, what is the soundtrack to School of Rock? Um, and so you would hear like the riff from like. Um, like Iron Man. What is Iron Man in there? Yeah, well, he, it's one of the ones that he teaches. His oh, right. One of the ones that he plays. Well, I was thinking like when he's unloading his van and like oh, like the music, yeah, okay, gotcha, gotcha, is playing, but you don't know what that song is, yeah, and it, it was all stuff that I had heard at some point before that, right, and then I Sunshine hear it in the movie, love. and I'm like, oh my god, what is this? That soundtrack got stuck in my head. Mm -hmm. Did you have the CD? I did not. I was not oh, cool enough. Dog. I know that you have the uh, vinyl record. Yes, you do know that. Yes, you, I don't know. You dog, you. You sly dog. Um, yeah, also, what do you want for Christmas? Oh, uh, my two front teeth. Okay. No, I don't want thinking about. Don't get me just, anything. Just the other day, I was, uh, I was thinking about how fucking funny it is that I gave you, um, because <laughs> there's like, there's, I've, so for the listeners, I've given Ollie, uh, records every now and again for like it's almost random it's like if there's a birthday and i bother to do something mm -hmm. or like christmas and i bother to do something um i'll get him a vinyl record and so 
you know, I'll get him stuff that's like, you know, oh, thinking of you, bro. And I'll get him like some kind of like strokes thing or whatever that he already fucking has. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't tell me. Um, that only happened one time. Anyway, <laughs> I was thinking about how funny it is that I got you uh, Minor Threat, their first album. Because it's got uh, it's got all the classics that Ollie loves. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, it's the birth of Straight Edge. Yep. Um, Someone has being guilty edge. of being white on there. It has guilty of being yes, white. Sir, I just pulled that out the other day. I'm not even joking. Yes, uh, classic, <laughs> classic stuff. It's one of those things where it's like, it's almost like giving someone like kind of a piece of punk rock history, and mm-hmm. it's like, here you go. Like, there's, it's almost like going back and reading a really old book. And you're like, wow, they they say the n word in this, <laughs> yeah. And it's it's like they do, they do. I'm sorry, sorry. <laughs> but the rest There's, of the book's pretty good. The, the it's important that you read this, mm-hmm. but uh, there's gonna be some some cringe material in here. I know, yeah. So minor threat is guilty of being white. Um, what's the other one? No effects. Is that don't call me white? Oh, Do you know maybe. What I'm about? That sounds right. I don't know it specifically though. No, but no yeah. effects is oh, is <laughs> proudly <laughs> problematic. They're on a different wavelength. Yeah. Um, I think. Yeah, that's the thing. Is I I kind of feel like the minor threat one was almost like just born out of ignorance. Completely. And yeah. they're like, yeah. So for anyone who doesn't know, it's it's almost exactly what it sounds like. It's sort of like. You know, people will say like, you know, oh, it's white people who run the system and uh, blah, blah, blah. You know, they're the oppressors and stuff like that. And while that discussion has evolved greatly uh, over the last even decade, Mm -hmm. um, once upon a time, it was kind of like, well, I'm white and I'm not oppressing anybody. So like, what the fuck? Like, where's the, where's this hate coming from? Yep. And so they they kind of responded to that. Luckily, the uh, the discussion has evolved. And yeah. And I think he's walked back on those lyrics. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, and and with that kind of thing, it's so fucking complicated too. And if you ask me, not to get into like an extremely serious topic, I don't know where, but. If you ask me, there's so much goes into it in terms of like class. Um, yeah, that's a big factor um, in terms of just economic status and stability. That can be a huge determining factor in in how our greater society treats you. But yeah, there's definitely a lot of punk rock from that time that is just so cringe to listen to now. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, oh, bro, you don't know what you're talking about. Uh-oh. Like, this is very narrow and not exactly a well-developed take right. on the situation. Well, that kind of reminds me because you got uh, Dead Kennedys, Nazi Punks, Fuck Off. Great song, great mm-hmm. message. Mm-hmm. Um, two things. I saw a uh, Hard Times article that it was like, what about regular Nazis, not just Nazi Punks, huh? <laughs> yeah wait a minute yeah, hold on but uh then i saw i saw this video of a jewish woman being like yeah the whole like swastika crossed out i know you mean well but you're still yep. wearing a swastika so stop I know, it please yeah. yeah oh god yeah i mean the other thing is like of course you know i love bad religion mm-hmm. but we've talked about this definitely off pod but like I don't really want to wear their t-shirt. No, not with the logo um, at least. It's not um it's a, it was a different time at one point. Um right now our country and our world has some slightly more important issues to tackle rather than the overreach of religious institutions, but um for anyone who doesn't know uh, bad religion has this logo called the Crossbuster, <clears throat> and so it's like a Ghostbusters logo, right? The like no sign, but instead of a ghost, it's a crucifix. It's a crucifix, and so it's one of those things where it's like, 
it's not as harsh. The The band and their message is nowhere near as harsh as that symbol would make you think. And so it's like walking around. It's like, I don't want to look like a fucking antagonistic dickhead. Yeah. Like, I just like punk rock and I happen to not be religious and I want to protect everyone's freedoms. Like, that's not that that's I'm not trying to like shit on anyone's religion. Yeah. yeah. And once upon a time, that was more in vogue to be like you know oh like you're religious oh you're just fucking brainwashed or whatever and it's like no people can choose to do whatever they want and if they're not hurting anybody then let them do whatever they want Um, yeah the sort of edgy atheist exactly yeah yeah and so it's like love the band but oh god they have some other ones that are like not as bad but even then it's like who is like doing the art for this band? Like, have they even listened to the music? Cause it's always like really edgy. Like one of their most popular shirts is to um, think like the slutty Halloween version of like nuns. Okay. And they're kind of like making out and it's awesome. like, but again, it's like, if you've ever listened to bad religion, it's like folksy. It's like this sort of like, it's like punk rock that can be sung like in the round. Yeah. So, yeah. And the guy's know. voice is like, he, yeah, he doesn't freak out. He has a sort of a really nice kind of smooth voice. Yeah. I mean, he released uh solo music where he's literally like singing to like bluegrass. <laughs> so <laughs> that, that's think, a thing though. Punks and bluegrass, man. Yeah. I think a couple of the guys in bad religion are actually, um, religious. Priests. Believe it, believe it or not. Um, yeah. I think well, one they're or Jewish. Two of them, yeah, one or two of them are Jewish. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and then they come from religious backgrounds anyway. Like, but, not this religion. Christianity. Yeah. We're talking about the other one. Only the bad one. <laughs> Don't read into that. Don't listen. Just. I always read that as so much more like them saying like scolding. Like, no, bad religion. Yeah. Like, you, you back up. But I don't know. There's there's many ways to interpret that, nope. I guess. Bad. Well, yeah. No. That's the magic of band names, you know. We were talking about this, I think, last week. Um, no. The Strokes, you know. Yeah, it's hot. Many. Well, it could be hot. It could be you're stroking a guitar. Fatal. It could be fatal. It could be a paintbrush. Yeah. They like it. I don't know why that's such a cool name. But it really so is. Versatile. It just sounds. It just sounds nice. It looks good on paper. You know what sounds nice too? I'm not even making this up. What? Bad Religion's Christmas album. Really? Which is yeah, if you haven't listened to it, it's and they don't um they don't like try to be all cute with it and like try to be like <laughs> yeah, Merry Christmas, but you know, whatever. No, um it's literally like Christmas music. They just perform Christmas <laughs> music. So it's <laughs> kinda like the Weezer Christmas album. It well, I feel like it's almost kind of like showing their humility a bit and it's just like you know you can do whatever you want to do man like like celebrate these things like have your traditions and stuff just don't push it on anyone else i think was always the message but maybe that's the bad part maybe that's maybe your interpretation of no bad is like exactly what it is it's like yeah have your thing email them yeah just email email epitaph Oh God! Hey, uh, why is your lineup uh, random garbage? <laughs> Burn and Weezer was on Epitaph. Speaking of, yeah, but not for anything good, right? I think for Hurley, which yeah, exactly. Jakob so not for anything good on vinyl. <laughs> just a dude's face. Just just a dude's face. Oh my God! I was with someone somewhere recently, and yeah. like very loudly, there was like an overweight man with curly hair, like sitting. Or like oh, no. they were just in the vicinity, and then yeah. very loudly, the person I was with was like, "I forget who it was," but they were like, "Hey, that guy kind of looks like the guy from Lost, right? What's his name?" Oh, oh, you know, yeah, okay, I remember where it was now. It was at the drive-in movie theater. <laughs> oh boy! So it was someone from the Beebs. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? I see. It you. wasn't I at that show. Beebs. It wasn't at that show. It was at a. 
hotel Wi-Fi and AM pleasure sessions and senorita sometimes. And Yaka played okay. drums and hotel Wi-Fi. So yes, it was someone in my family. Um, I forget who, but uh, yeah, there's not that many people to pick from. So, but yeah, yeah, just very loudly being like, "Hey, it's that who's that fat fuck over there?" <laughs> God, cool. Thank you. I was like, this. "Oh my God!" Just under your breath, please. Yeah, please, yeah. Dad. Yeah. <laughs> um. I don't think it was my. I, honestly, I think it might have been my mom. I'm putting her on blast right now. Oh my gosh, yeah. how could she? Yeah. Um, but speaking of Jakob having that on vinyl, and you were talking about vinyl before, I actually did want to talk a little bit about about vinyl today. All right. uh, vinyl records. Um, first of all, their vinyl is the plural. If you say vinyls, you sound uh stupid. Um, got it noted noted uh second of all get out of my store no so i have been cataloging my collection on discogs you ever been on there yes do you have a discogs i do not because as well as you have seen so my um record collecting came to a screeching halt uh about a year ago and not for any particular reason i just stopped um And I haven't picked it up since then. And part of the part of the uh, part of the thing that's keeping me from getting back into it is my current like turntable setup is not set up. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, well, I'm not playing records, so I don't really think about it. And um, as you knew before that, so Oliver has like an awesome record collection. And so does Kira, actually. Um, they can like fill up shelves with uh with their records but i oh, yeah. more have like it is a lot of records that i have but it's also very much like these are all like records that i would gladly just put on like right now um so i have a very very tightly curated selection of records at the moment um no respect i mean so well i'm just saying that like it would be almost dishonest to call me a collector because I've got I I have a lot of records, yeah, but they're also like it's not like oh check out this uh, interesting like kind of thing. It's more like oh yeah, I bought this because I like Plastic Beach. Right. It's kind of so, like your your personal collection. Yeah, yeah, more so. Um, but anyway, so Discogs. So Discogs. I'm on here. By the way, Kira should get on Discogs because yeah, I w- I would love to 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 compare collections sometime. Yeah, look um, at all the Amy Winehouse. Look at all the Amy Winehouse that's on here. Look at all the Adele records I have for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> one of the cool things that you can look at, though, like, so, especially back in the day, like, certain records have been pressed so many times by so many different people and labels mm-hmm. and different pressing plants. So, like, you think that you have, like, a cool old Beatles record, and you're like, this, yeah. is, this has got to be worth something. And nope. you look, and it's like this is two dollars. It sold for three dollars yep. once, and yep. it's your specific version. Unless it's John Lennon's copy of Rubber Soul, yep. no one fucking wants it, which nope. is hilarious. Um, so there's this sort of weird because people do have this impression of records where it's like if you have like an iconic album, mm-hmm. and it's something that everyone loves, then and it's an old version of it, it's it's got to be expensive. But it's like because they're iconic, they don't have value because there are so many of them. So like yeah. weird random ones end up being uh worth a lot. And it's just like oh, well, yeah. why? And then there's some where it's like, okay, there was a limited run or whatever, and this is like for example, Loveless. I have a oh, yeah. a repressing of Loveless that I got for like fifty bucks. And it's now worth uh three hundred according to yeah one seller and i'm like why and then i look at the original pressing and those are only going for 250 and it's like well, was there something special about this pressing and apparently maybe but i just wanted to go uh, heavyweight vinyl or something it was yeah and it was like a new okay. a new remaster yeah limited on a certain... i still don't have loveless as far as i know i feel like i would remember that um that's one of those ones i i have a couple of records uh where it's like if i see it and I have, if I can even like sort of justify spending the money, 
I'd be like, oh, hell yeah. But I try to not put myself in that situation <laughs> too yep. often because I'm like, I can't go broke buying music I could listen to on Spotify or whatever. That's the thing. So. It is kind of a huge waste of money. And I will admit I've wasted a lot of money That's on fun, though. over the it's years. It's a good hobby. It's a fun hobby. Yeah. Um, but some of the weird ones here that are like, why is this so valuable? No. Um, that I have in my collection. Uh, Childish Gambino's Because the Internet. Really? Which I got for, which is a great album. Um, I thought I just saw like a repressing of that for like 20 bucks. They they have repressed them a couple times, but there was, I have one that apparently was a limited edition. Oh, okay. It goes cool. for about 80 bucks, but has gone for as high as 200. So that was like, okay, very nice. Damn. Randomly, I have a Passion Pit record from like mm-hmm. 2012. That one is for some reason $150. It's like, okay. why though? Uh, yeah. I have a relatively good copy of uh, Rare by Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. Like still in a shrink wrap for the most part that I got at a thrift store. That's going for like 40 bucks. It's like, why? Th- this one you'll like. Um, hmm. The uh, Era Vulgaris, like the weird 10 inch. Yeah. Do, do you have that one? I do. The short one? Yeah, yeah. Yep. I sure so do. So that has sold for as much as $150. Wow. You know what? I saw the the regular size uh gatefold. Uh-huh. And I was like thinking about buying it was like 30 bucks or something. And I was thinking about buying it to be like, haha, now I have both sizes. <laughs> it is really weird though. I can always find it because when my records are lined up, you know, it looks like there's a gap. Yeah, because it's so short. So and it's kind of sticking out, maybe depending on where yeah. you have it. God, that's a weird one. Yeah, I like it when they yeah. do weird stuff like that. But also, it's like, don't like not everyone should start doing something weird. No, yeah, because it it is like kind of a weird. Like I don't like how this looks. Yeah, in my collection, kind of. It's just like put it back. That was a big thing in. Uh, so I don't know if I've talked about this on the pod. It's not that interesting, but. I had a pretty sizable in terms of value. I had a pretty valuable retro games collection for a oh, while. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to sell it off at one point to pay my rent, and that was a big... Uh, I took a big loss on the value um, because of time constraints. You know, it was like, right. I can't wait. So I have to I have to unload this now. And so I lost probably like two-thirds of the value which Damn. sucks because it was it was super great stuff. It was super rare, and it was stuff that wasn't just rare because it's rare. It was rare because it's really good, mm-hmm. and it's also hard to find. So whatever. Anyway, um, what was I going to say? Oh, it reminds me of weird record shapes. Reminds me of how big box PC games were at one point. Uh, no one could decide on a uniform size or even a shape. So there were certain developers that were like, we're going to put out this fucking like trapezoid box. And so collectors are like, Oh my God, why? <laughs> like, Or like some of them would be really tall, but narrow or, you know, like really wide and mm-hmm. short or like whatever. And it's like, stop, please stop, stop. being random. Yeah. <laughs> my God. That's awesome. I never got into PC collecting. Cause it's like bizarre. You kind of have to have like an old, ibm pc running windows 95 to like really collect that stuff yeah um and i just i I was like nah fuck that otherwise it's just paperweights yeah exactly but yeah i don't know i like collecting stuff but i also very much agree with like you want it to like look nice like on your shelf or whatever yeah you don't want it to look like this random hodgepodge of like cardboard (laughs) nice and And uniform I know that specifically that era vulgaris that you were talking about, it kind of folds in on itself a little weird. Yeah. It's a little uneven. I, uh, and I, so it, it, it does that like polygon yes. parallelogram thing. Oh, I hate that. And yeah, it's just like kind of yeah. the spine is all fucking. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I have a, a few. I have like a Weezer a Pinkerton deluxe edition that has that. It's like this. I feel like it's just getting damaged, like being like this all the time. But yep. oh well. Sorry, Weezer. 
lot of I've Weezer. got a couple albums that do, and actually, you know what? I think that Era Vulgaris one again is one of them. Um, <laughs> I've got a couple albums that have the ring from where the LP actually oh, sits. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was drawn on, like it was part of the art. It's not oh. like it wore in. <laughs> it's, That's stupid. they just like put it on. It's like pre-ripped jeans. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? Awesome. I uh. One of my modest mass records had that, and I was like, "Why?" And it it's was like, lame. "It was a, no." I mean, it was uh, there naturally, yeah. and it was. Um, I think it's from like you just pack too many in one spot, and they all yep. get squeezed together. And I was like, uh, "Especially whoops." Um, and I was guilty of this at one point too. If you stack them like vertically, yeah, that'll absolutely do that. That's a big no-no. Yep. But I've I've never done that. It's, I think it's yeah. more just like squeezing them all yeah. into places when I had more limited space. Yeah, I definitely didn't do that with uh, a Queens of the Stone Age album, In Utero, uh, Dirt. and Dude, uh, what In Utero do you have? Uh, God. Is, you it, know what? Honestly, is the disc I, neon I, green? No, it's, it's standard. Um, I can't even remember if it opens or not. I'm trying to think. I would go and get it, but like I don't wanna. You should so. off pod. You should because like the a lot of the like Nirvana reissues are going for like over yeah. hundred bucks, and it's like why? Yeah, that one's never leaving my collection though. Right, but it's just fun to it's fun to know what yeah, you got, and it it's also like if it's really valuable, it's like okay, well don't just like toss it. <laughs> like yeah, be careful with it. Don't listen to it anymore. Just listen to it on Spotify. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and imagine how good the, the record sounds. Yeah. <laughs> Look, my speakers aren't that good anyway. I'm just going to use my headphones. Yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah. The uh, weirdest one that I found on my list, though, where I was like, why? Why? Uh, yeah. Flowbots Fight with Tools on uh, okay. on vinyl, which shouts out Colorado Heroes. Yeah, what's um, up, dude? Also, great album. Is that I, the Is that the album? This it's the one that had the bandana faces. Yep, the bandana faces. Yep, it's got okay yep. handlebars and yep. rise and everything. I, th- I believe it's their first full length, and yep. it was only pressed once to mm-hmm. to vinyl, and I got it. It still has the sticker on it. I think I paid like seventeen bucks for it. Yeah, and I like literally never unwrapped it. I bought it, and I was like, nah, I guess I'm just never gonna listen to this. Yeah, and now it's worth a hundred and twenty dollars. Nice for fucking flowbots. Pretty good. Hard to find. Um, I suppose you so. were actually you were with me when at one point I found one of the records that I really wanted for my collection, um, and oh, it's been yeah. hard to find. So uh, it's for a thrash metal band called Holy Grail, and it's their first album, which I believe is called Crisis in Utopia. Um, fantastic album if you're into thrash metal or like. Mm-hmm even got some viking elements to it um fantastic album i love it um so i bought it sight unseen and i think i paid like 70 bucks for it or something damn um but it's cool it comes on like transparent vinyl and uh the reason that i like it so much is first off it's an amazing album but as a vinyl collectible thing uh i don't even know if that's been repressed i think they only did it once I got it pulled up here on Discogs. Yeah. Well, uh, give me the lowdown. What's up? Well, your version, yeah. um, it has sold for $65 in the past, nice. but there's Probably one for sale. For. Yeah. <laughs> there's one for sale currently for 125 Damn. Um, and they've pressed it on vinyl. Looks like they did a run in 2010 when it came out. Yep. One black, one clear. That's the one. One white. Oh, okay. And then they repressed it in 2011. Oh, wow. On black. And that's it. So that that would have been before their second album even came out. They only have three albums. Um, And I know that the two and three are currently, like, you can find those for sale. Mm -hmm. Um, But I couldn't find the first one, which is my favorite one. Um, 
And so as soon as I saw that, I was like, yep, 60 plus dollars. Like, I don't even care. I really want this. Yep. So sometimes you just got to bite the bullet. Yep. 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 And I remember too, when we bought it, I was like, do you mind if I like put it on a turntable to like make sure it's legit? And they were literally like, yeah, none of the needles that we have here are like going to be good enough. <laughs> like, where we were we? Risk I'm not going to say it. We were at a local record store okay, that the, you and I both like. Yes. Okay. Um, and they didn't. And, have uh, <laughs> yeah, they were like, they were like, we don't want to risk damaging the record on our shitty record players. So and I was no. like, <laughs> okay. Um, and I've got a pretty decent record player myself, but I was like, it's not that big of a deal. Like you could probably play it like one time or yeah. something like whatever, but that was sick. They're kind of weird. I love finding there. stuff like that. I love finding stuff because that's one of those things where it wasn't like I was looking through the records and I'm like, I hope I find Holy Grail. Yeah. You know, it was. It just popped out. It pops up and you recognize the art and you're like, oh, holy shit. Yeah. You get the, you get the little rush. Yeah. Like, oh. Oh my and God. then you see the price tag and you're like, eh. oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to buy it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was delivering magazines to um do you know the the store that's like a little further north on on college i think it's called like all sales yes i'm uh, talking about i uh was delivering some some local magazines um yeah. uh to them and i was like i'm just gonna i'm, I'm here i'm just gonna browse i'm just gonna see what they got yeah. And they had um, the new Gorillaz record, but then they also had the deluxe. And I was like, "Oh fuck, I want this!" And then it was like eighty bucks Dude, for Song Machine, like the, song the newest. Machine, yeah. yeah, yeah, dude, sick. I know. And the packaging was like, it's like in a gatefold, but it looks like there's maybe also a book within yeah. the gatefold. The it's deluxe like, edition is like all out, as far so as I sick. remember. Yeah. Also, depending on what edition your plastic beach is, that was like surprisingly valuable too. Eh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hang my hat on that. Yeah. Um, I think my most valuable records, depending on the version, would be that Holy Grail record, mm -hmm. the Scott Pilgrim soundtrack, um, and then I'm trying to think. Honestly, my Dirt record, that's Alice in Chains, mm -hmm. that's probably like okay in value. Um, and then maybe my Queens of the Stone Age stuff, like Era Vulgaris and Lullabies to Paralyze and all that. Yeah, because um, they don't really do reissues. They, they did once, I think. Yeah. Um, so that I stuff, am, the reissues are still worth a lot. Yeah. I'm currently, I'm actually missing two records, I want to say. Oh my gosh. You know what? I might only be missing one. Because I think I eventually did get their first album. Yeah. Um, Are you missing okay, Songs yeah. for the Deaf? That's the one, yep. of course. Um, that one I don't think they did reissue. And then Rated R, I have a weird version of it called Rated X. Ooh. And it's, this, it's the same uh, music, but the gatefold opens up and there's literally vintage pornography in it. <laughs> and it's like, ew. <laughs> Oh my god, they're they're one of the grossest bands. They are by far. They've got, <laughs> they've got that very like sleazy rock and roll. Absolutely, it almost reminds me of like ZZ Top. Totally, but it's like they're younger ish. I guess they're they're younger and now, and bigger pigs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's like they kind of get away with it because it's like, oh, you know, Josh is kind of like a suave dude. <laughs> But then it's like, oh, he's like doing fucking painkillers and kicking women in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's not as chill as I thought. Not as not as suave as I once thought he was, but yeah. But uh, definitely my most valuable record, of course, American Idiot. Um, <laughs> I keep it in a laser grid. <laughs> Don't fucking touch it. Do you it. have American Idiot on vinyl? I sure do. Oh my have, god, that's sick. I have the double LP gatefold. It opens up and it's got um God, it's the weirdest fucking thing. It looks like a Linkin Park like album art on the inside. It's got a guy with like the Chester like shaved head. Yeah. And he's it's a picture from the other side of a chain link fence. 
I don't know why I said that weird chain link fence. <laughs> and uh, and he's got fucking this will make you cringe. He's got his his hands, you know, on the fence and he's looking down because he's just so tortured. And on his knuckles, it's tattooed rage oh on one God. side and love on the other <laughs> side because Jesus of suburbia, the rage and love. No. Um, yeah, so I've got that. They just reissued that. I'm pretty sure on like silver vinyl. Um, two of my favorite records, though, actually happen to be Green Day records. Uh, one is because the Insomniac album art, if you listen to it through like streaming or if you had the CD or anything like that, that's like a section of the album art. So there's actually so much more to it around that picture. So it's not just like a bigger version of the picture you've already seen. Mm -hmm. It's like there's a whole scene that was painted and then they just cropped out like a little square for like the CD and all the other stuff. Right. Um, so it's kind of cool to see like extended artwork. But then my other favorite one is they have this live album that's not very good. <laughs> um, it's called Awesome as Fuck. And uh, the reason that I love it is that the vinyls themselves are like bubblegum pink. Yeah, yeah, they're super bright. Yeah, it's cool. I remember those coming out. Uh, Insomniac, though, agree. What a great record. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Um, I think maybe we've agreed on that before. Being like, is that the best one? Probably. Yeah, it's my best one. It's probably well, it's probably the best one though. When you look at their yeah. whole body of work, uh, I mean, there's not including Foxborough hot tubs. People will always love Dookie. Um, yeah, I've got I'm that one over it personally. Like, I mean, it's good. It's good. Green Day. It it, it got the recognition and the success that it deserved, yep. but. It's sort of like there's more to the band than that. There Green is. Day is a very there's deep insomnia. band. Um, <laughs> only the smartest among us can really understand <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, songs about doing crystal meth. So yeah, if you like Dookie, yeah, you are Dookie. You might be a redneck. <laughs> oh, love Larry the Cable Guy. Yes, sir. Hold on. That's him. That's the, who it is. That's uh, who it'd be. There's a really good picture of me with a Larry the Cable Guy cut out in Omaha, Nebraska. Damn, that's a great story. Um, thank you. I felt like I was there. <laughs> you know what's funny about Larry the Cable Guy? Everything. Um, everything. How long is this episode? Uh, very close to the end. Exactly. Very close to the end. So. I just want to say this real quick. Cause, oh, God. These uh, are too long, man. No, no, no. This is right, it's, it's perfect. It's perfect. So what he's supposed to, to be. He's like putting on a character. He's a guy from Omaha, and he's like, yeah. "What if I was a hick?" And in exactly. my mind, I'm like, "I mean, you're from Nebraska, right?" It's like, what's the character here? I don't know. That was how it always felt in my head. Does that make me racist? Well, he comes from like a pretty well-to-do background. Yeah, he's as like, far as uh, I know. he's uh, what's his name? Um, Warren Buffett, Omaha. Yeah, a little bit of that. And so, they uh, at one point he actually got into a, a bit of a tiff with David Cross of all people, um, because David Cross was like, "Okay, yeah, it's an act. Don't act like you know you are one of these blue collar people or anything like that. Like right. be real about it." And he was like, "How dare you? You're going after my fans and stuff like that." And David Cross <laughs> is like, "What the hell are you talking about, man? <laughs> like, no, I'm standing you up are for them. Insane! Oh my god, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, I'm a big fan, big fan of You're DC, big fan of a uh, Prilosec. Uh, maybe. Yes. Have you seen those commercials? Oh, is that with um with Larry? Yeah, yeah." Was that like a heartburn? Thing. Yep. Yes. Yes, I have. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Um, speaking of David Cross, just found out that he, uh, when the Strokes and God of Voices played in New York City, two night show, mm -hmm. uh, he opened the set with a comedy set, and it's like, God, I would die Whoa. to be there. That, that sounds so like weird. The greatest night of all time. Yeah, um, that's kind of interesting that they would cross up like that. Yeah, well, I mean, he was buddies with the Strokes. 
Yeah. Was doing a lot of drugs with them back in That's the day. Cool. That sounds like a good time. Yeah. There was a rumor at one point that he got Albert into heroin or something. But then there was also uh, one that Ryan Adams got Albert into heroin. So, yeah. Who fucking knows? They're all That's doing mess- drugs, man. That's messed up of you, David Cross. <laughs> Come on, man. Quit getting people into heroin. You know what? Come on our podcast and explain yourself. Yeah, and bring heroin. Yeah, and bring some heroin. Please. Oh, boy. That's crazy, man. That's always, that sounds like one of those shows where it's like you go to it and then later on you realize that you're like, I just witnessed something like legendary. Yeah, that was history. Um, I, uh, a buddy of mine, his dad had a ticket stub from his youth and it was a dual headline show at some little club. Uh, for a little band called Nirvana. And uh, they were playing with this other indie rock band called the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, boy. And admission was $5. That's too much. I can't go. Yeah. I don't know if I'd spend that much on either of those bands. Uh, <laughs> maybe the beer was good. I don't know. Probably. Yeah, yeah, that's that's insane. You do hear about that kind of stuff all the time where it's like, this was yeah. a $10 concert and Led Zeppelin was there and they were playing with Green Day. Yeah. Slow Caves was there, and they're opening for Disturbed. They were and and Disturbed was opening for David Cross. Yeah. Oh d- yeah, dude. <laughs> Slow Caves comes out, warms them up. You know, it's a little <laughs> casual. It's walk in the park, mm-hmm. and we get to rock out. Yep. Get down with the sickness. Yep. Yes, sir. The cross comes out, and brings down the house. Yep. Tells. Can you imagine? disturbed walking past david cross and they're like like we warmed him up for you buddy like (laughs) knock him dead dude great crowd tonight you got this i feel like david cross would go out there like with the mouth piercings that that guy has oh the weird the tusk looking things yeah and just pretend to be that guy (laughs) and be like hey guys david cross here oh waka kaka (laughs) isn't that funny that thing i just said oh god I love David Cross. He's a good one. So, uh, I think it's plugs time. We're at, we're at the end of the episode. A yeah. tight 61 minutes that will be God. bounced and uploaded immediately. That will I, be thrashed in my editor. <laughs> I have no plugs. Shit. So, uh, do you have so any? much pressure. Uh, uh, <laughs> I almost gave myself vitamin toxicity. Because of this powdered energy drink that I like. But wait, hold on. I'm not bashing the energy drink. This is important. Listen. So I just made a really stupid mistake. I was like drinking this stuff almost daily because it's like coffee, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but those energy supplement type things are full of vitamins, right? That's kind of like how they get the the power going. Right. Um but on top of that, I was like, oh, you know, like I haven't been like getting out as much because you know, quarantine and stuff. So I should probably be taking supplements, you know, just to keep myself healthy. So I was doing that. And then on top of that, and this sounds ridiculous when I say it out loud, but trust me, it seemed logical at the time um, because I've been stuck indoors and I would have been indoors anyway. And uh, it's becoming winter. I was like, dude, I bet I'm going to have like a vitamin D deficiency. Yeah. And so I was worried about that. So I got vitamin D specific uh, supplements and all three of those sources are uh, fat soluble uh, vitamins. So getting all of those can lead to vitamin toxicity like pretty easily. Mm-hmm. And so I was drinking this overloaded vitamin juice basically with caffeine in it and then taking supplements and then taking supplements. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, what do I have really bad headaches? <laughs> like, I feel like shit. Uh, so yeah. that's my plug for the day. Take your vitamins, but don't take too many. Yeah, maybe maybe not so many vitamins yeah yeah if you start to go blind you took too many (laughs) if you start it's probably too late too i don't know if you'll get it back the blindness oh no well i had like really bad blurred vision oh shit (laughs) that's when when i was like wait a minute (laughs) oh something's wrong 
This is not how my eyes normally work. Yep. <laughs> okay. Well, that's a, that's, that's a good public service announcement <laughs> slash plug. I like it. Oh, good. Well, whippersnappers, next week you'll be getting an episode much earlier in the day. But this Probably. one is going to be an afternoon treat for you. So, And then, dude, next week, that episode, that's going to come out right before, like, Christmas. Um, because, well, hold on. Yeah, so two that'll weeks. Be the, that'll be the 17th. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying, is it'll be like, this is the last episode before it's basically Christmas. Oh, I see, I see. And we can talk about, like, getting ready and, like, like did you do your shopping? And I didn't. And Oliver didn't. But... <laughs> I forgot I what month it was. Yep, he sure did. I keep forgetting what time it is. Just like when it was my birthday. Oh, well, I did forget that. Yeah, you I, did. I feel bad. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Yep, so my plug is, I'm an asshole. From all of us here. <laughs> and we would like some podcast. <laughs> we wish you... <laughs> happy birthday birthday yeah happy birthday Brent <laughs> all right okay Not even see close. you see you next week <laughs>